0: Hello, my name is Chandler Barnes, and today is day 44 of the 90-day challenge. Today's reflection was written by Josh Winslow. This week, we are growing in a lifestyle of community through building a habit of living life with the local church. As we begin, let's pause to be still, to breathe slowly, to recenter our scattered senses upon the presence of God. God, as we approach your word, help us to remember that you want to speak with us. As we listen to today's reflection, help us to learn what it means to be your disciple. As we seek to create new habits, help us to remember that your grace is sufficient for us when we inevitably fall short. Take a few moments to add your own prayers or continue to sit in the presence of God. Community is living committed. It is the way we participate and persevere within the local church. We were meant to live in authentic relationships, to love generously, to serve humbly, and to live in unity and at peace with one another. This is our design and our call as followers of Jesus. Today, we are reflecting on how we can live life in the kingdom alongside others. Today's verse comes from a prayer of Jesus for all believers, John 17, 20-21. I pray not only for these, but also for those who believe in me through their word. May they all be one as you, Father, are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us so that the world may believe you sent me. After praying for himself and his disciples, Jesus prays for all believers, both in that day and in the days to come. I see this prayer as a four-part invitation in these two short verses. Part one testimony. Part two, unity. Part three, communion. And part four, mission. Jesus prays for these things on our behalf, but to pray for these things is to pray the words of Jesus, something that seems like a good thing to spend time doing. I'm not sure that there is an exact order that is being communicated here, but an invitation to offer something more when we offer this prayer too. Invitation, Part 1. Testimony. In the same breath as he prays for his disciples, his closest friends, and some of the heroes of the faith, Jesus prays for people who hear the testimony of others and believe. This reminds me of the words Jesus shares with Thomas and his disciples after his resurrection in John 20, verse 29. It says, Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. There's a blessing waiting for those of us who choose to believe because of the testimony of others, and what a chance we have to spread that blessing over the whole planet. Like peanut butter on a slice of toast, would our actions and words testify to the whole world, Lord, that they would be blessed? Invitation Part 2. Unity. Testifying is not just about getting people into heaven, though. Perhaps equally important is about inviting people into the kingdom work to be done on earth to join in the life of the family of God. Work doesn't really get done that well without teamwork. Life in a family is never better than when the family is the warmest, safest place because every member is on each other's team, believing the best about each other. In the family of God, this call to unity is so radical compared to the shouting matches of the world. Lord, I want to be a uniter, not a divider. Show me where... I could be a catalyst for more unity in my life right now. Invitation Part 3. Communion Jesus sets a high bar but shows us how life in step with the Spirit can be lived. Beginning to end, maybe we don't get to see every minute of Jesus' walk in his human body, but he was human, and we do see a common thread of his time on earth a persistent return to spend time with the Father, hanging out in prayer. Jesus' prayer is that we, though not God, would join into the intimate bonds of friendship and love that already exists between the Son and the Father. How joyful of an offer! One of the greatest offers of trust is when two friends invite another friend into their midst with no reservations, no inside joke, off-limits, no secrets for the original two, no auxiliary friend or sidekick friend. I think that this is what Jesus wants with us, for us to be brought into such deep friendship with God that there is nothing hidden between us. That's not to say that we will understand everything about God. He's still infinite, and he will surely protect our brains from exploding by trying to understand his infinite nature completely. But he withholds no love from us. Jesus, I want to be in you as you are in the Father and as the Spirit is in me. I desire friendship with you. Show me what is holding me back from truly being in you. An invitation, part four, mission. Jesus' prayer returns to moving outwards. When we have filled up with the glory of God in the quiet place and begin to go about our day, our living and breathing become testimony. Jesus asked the Father that all believers, including you and me, would join God's team, along with the unified front of other believers who are also filled with the Spirit, and that we would begin moving towards a common goal, a mission, if you will. When I was younger, I loved the idea of being a spy, ready to take on the next mission to take out the bad guys. I think that this is a good desire for today, not that we would live so secretly that no one knows what we are doing, but that we are called to go about our day to live lives with one simple motive, push back the bad guys and bring about the kingdom of light here in Ann Arbor as in heaven, that the world would believe, as it says in verse 21. Spirit, would you be purifying my heart so that I could wake up and desire to move the mission forward to the ends of the earth so that the world would believe? Now let's return to the passage and listen for a particular word or phrase that the Holy Spirit might be highlighting today. John chapter 17 verses 20 and 21 says this, I pray not only for these, but also for those who believe in me through their word. May they all be one as you, Father, are in me, and I am in you. May they also be in us so that the world may believe you sent me. What word or phrase jumped out at you from this verse? What idea do you want to take away from today's reflection? Is there a step of obedience that you want to take today in response to any of this? Jesus, thank you for praying for me so long ago. And thanks that you haven't stopped interceding for me even now. Holy Spirit, with these invitations to live in deeper communion with you, to be unified with others, to live life on mission, and to testify of the work that you have done in my heart, sink deep into my being. I want what you want, Jesus. Teach me to love others as you have loved me. Take a few moments to add your own prayers or continue to sit in the presence of God. take these reflections into the coming day let us remember the command of jesus in john 13 34 and 35 a new command i give you love one another as i have loved you so you must love one another by this everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another father help me to live as your child secure in your love jesus Help me to live as you did, loving God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. And Spirit, help me to live in the power of God, forsaking self-reliance and putting all my hope in you. Amen.